with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just, you know, all this concert talk and all this T-Swift talk and everything like that. We thought we'd play a Would You Rather this morning and ask you this question. Would you rather see an artist before they make it big? So you can say, hey, I saw that artist before they made it big. Or would you like to see that artist when they've made it to superstardom, like a Taylor Swift or Garth Brooks or anybody like that? All right? I'll bite. I want to see them when they're famous. Yeah. I feel like you get more bang for your buck, a better show. I've lived this. Yeah. I saw Brad Paisley when he was just starting out when, yeah. in Nashville. Yeah. I was like, boring. <laughs> and then I saw him here and I was like, yeah, I like this guy. He's famous now. I like him. <laughs> yeah. I like him. couple of thoughts. Yeah. When you see somebody when they're already famous, the chance to see them when they're already famous has multiplied, right? Because they tour a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They're famous. They're right. huge. They, right. they travel a lot. They play their music. Right. You only get one shot to see them when they're little in that yeah. little smoky bar. And I love to boast. Yeah. And brag about yeah, my you musical. Want the bragging you are the musical exploits. You are boastful, yes. So like when I saw Carly Rae Jepsen open for Hanson and Kelowna literally three weeks before Call Me Maybe went stratospheric. Right. Yeah, I was there. Okay. I thought Keith Urban when he played the street corner. <laughs> okay. West Edmonton Mall. Yeah. Well, Again, just based on the job that I've done, I've had an opportunity to see a lot of these people. It's funny because you mentioned Brad Paisley. Mm-hmm. Remember, they flew us in like a small plane to Calgary to see him in a very small venue before he was anybody. And I love that show. I was just like, holy cow, this guy's going to be a giant star. But I didn't say boring, but you know, <laughs> teach their own. <laughs> Might have been the fact that I was 16 with my parents. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the boring part. <laughs> yeah. Scott kicks it off before yeah. tickets are cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, that's a good point. And yeah. You, just, you always have that story, right? You always have that story that, oh my gosh, I saw them before uh, they were famous. But I get Jack's thing too, because then they've got all these songs and, you know. Yeah, I like right? a good show. Right? You know what? I don't go to YouTube to watch them play massive stadiums. I go to YouTube to see them when they were played their high school talent concert. Yeah. That's the stuff I want to see, like, before they were big. Well, there's people going to movie theaters to watch Taylor Swift Oh, right yeah, now. okay, pick the biggest star on earth. Well, no, but I'm just Would saying. Would you rather see Taylor now or, like, when she was just playing in a bar? Neither. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 780-421-1039. Would you rather this morning? You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There is Kenny Chesney, and I go back before that talk to time. Just a couple of songs to uh, get you thinking about your life. It's uh, how quickly it blows by, I guess. You know, that's the great thing about country music. There's always a song for it. It's uh, 6.52. Uh, my name is Chris. We've got Jack here. We've Good got morning. Matt as well. And uh, most importantly, you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, lucky you're tuning in right now because we've got a major concert announcement coming up at 7 o'clock and your very first chance to win tickets to that show. That is on the way. We're talking about shows today. And would you rather see somebody before they're famous? Or see them after they're famous. Yes. This text comes in. I saw Jody Messina and Kira Isabella at Cook County. Chris Cummings at Cowboys. They were the best concerts I've ever been to. You get up close and personal with these artists. Yes, for Sweet. sure. Uh huh. Hey guys, I watched both Luke Bryan and Hunter Hayes at Knoxville's on several, oca- several separate rather occasions. So much better than those larger venues. 
Knoxville had a lot of big shows too. I mean, Cook County, of course. What was Knoxville's again? The OG. That's the one in Jasper Ave. It was yeah, like Oil City like and Knoxville. Oh, Oil City, right. Yes. I saw Granger Smith there. Yeah, same kind of idea, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah Luke so Bryan good. played there. Um, Florida Georgia Line? Lady yes, A, they did. Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All the Oilers. Yeah. Oh, they played there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most of the vote is going to before they were famous. Right. And there was a show that you saw somebody reminded us of. Yeah, Paula texted and says, one of the best concerts I've ever been to is when we won Neil McCoy tickets to see him at Century Casino. Jack had just started at Kissin' at the time, and we were kicking butt at the blackjack table together until we weren't. But they said it was an up-close and personal concert. And it was awesome. He was even walking on the tables, sharing people's drinks. Yeah, I that is a core memory for me. That Neil McCoy concert was one of the best nights. We had so much fun. He is the best. Like, Did you play puts, blackjack? I think <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she did. All right, you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Keith Urban and Wild Hearts kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. We we're talking about would you rather see an artist uh, before they were famous or uh, you know after they're famous? And a lot of people were talking about seeing Keith Urban, whether it was a Cook County Saloon or maybe uh, at uh, West Edmonton Mall. But that was once he was played his West Edmonton Mall shows, he was already kind of a massive star for sure. But did free shows at the water park, so not water park, sorry, the Ice Palace, and it was pretty cool. All right, Blake Shelton. I remember one time Blake Shelton years ago, he had an event at the Shaw Conference Center during rodeo week, and we had a hard time selling tickets to the Shaw Conference Center to see that mullet man. <laughs> and now look at the star that he's become, you know, international star. So good. TV he's star. To, he's married to Gwen Stefani. Yeah. I still can't wrap my head around that. He probably can't either. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird match, yeah, but he it probably seems does. to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's seven twelve. We got another chance for you to win a really cool opportunity with Quick Draw in just a moment. Um, unfortunately, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but it, realistically, it looks like winter strikes oh, on right. Sunday night. Well, the reason I bring it up is Jack. You guys are starting to prepare. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, my husband Bobby is home right now in between contracts with the rigs. And so he has decided to upheave our entire house. And when he saw that snow was coming later on the weekend, he's like, okay, that's it. We just have to clear out every single closet and figure out what we've got for winter gear. And I have no idea how we got so many mitts and hats, and gloves, yeah. scarves, jackets, boots. Yeah. Oh, I have been stocking for 10 years. Great problem <laughs> to have, really. You yeah, know? you're right. And again, so you're, you're trying to do, I guess... Uh, uh, again, I was talking to Bobby at the wedding this weekend, and he he was talking about doing this massive clean. Like he's just he's got <laughs> he this, is on he's it. got this thing on the go, right? So you're trying to figure out what you need and what you can probably yeah. donate because there'll be a lot of that, I'm sure. And his style is the dump and sort. Yeah. Like, it is a mess. <laughs> like just dump it on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, we will be donating, but I'm also going to be donating a lot of single gloves because we don't know where anything is. <laughs> oh, How does that is, happen, hey? This is the thing. Yeah. It's like I, when my wife says it's time to get the kids winter gear together, I'm yeah. like, well, this is going to be an all-day affair. Yeah. You'd think getting two pairs of snow pants and two jackets <laughs> hats and mitts for the kids would be easy. Yeah. But you've got a mitt here by this closet. There's another mitt down there. I think the snow pants are in the basement in a bag, but I think maybe in one of their closets might be the other. It's a nightmare. And you yeah. always think you're going to remember where you put things. Right. Like, you okay, never. me. <laughs> in six months, I need to find you. And you put it in the most obscure spot ever. Right. Well, good luck with that. But you're right about the one mitt thing. Like yep. I've got, I've got my mitts. special cupboard of, of mitts and at least two because you only need one of. 
Right. So, but mitts, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm always, I'm, how many times do I go out wearing mispa- mispaired mitts? Like, and that's Where are you me. losing mitts? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure the school field has a lot of our mitts. Where are yours? I have no clue. <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, let's go. It's quick draw time. We've got Tony and Bonnie playing the big game today. It's, uh, again, Washboard Union soundcheck party tickets. Uh, uh, that'll be coming up at Cook County Saloon. It's a really cool prize and opportunity to see those guys. They sing nothing but fun music, and they're going to be they certainly do. so much fun. So, uh, speaking of fun, let's play the game. You guys know how this works? Yes, yes. All right, say your name at the end of your answers. It's a best of five. First one of three is going to Cook County Saloon. Okay. Something you do with weather that starts with a letter H. Hide. Correct. Who was that? Yes. Who said that? Good job, Tony. Especially next week. Okay. Question number two. A part of your body that starts with a letter R. Right arm. Wrist. Wrist starts with a W. Yeah. Yeah. Right arm. arm? (laughs) Said right arm. (laughs) Tony. Oh, but Bonnie, very close. Words with double letters that start with a letter P. Piddle. 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 Tony. Is piddle a word? Yeah, you piddle. You piddled a couple days ago, Jack. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that. Who said piddle? I did. Bonnie. Bonnie. All okay. right, Bonnie. On the board. Okay, here we go. A type of fruit that starts with the letter M. Melon. Tony. Correct. And that's a win. Good job, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> Bonnie's upset. I don't blame her. Uh, we'll give you another chance to play and win tomorrow, Bonnie. All right? Okay. Thank okay. You. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thing about uh, you know getting their uh, their 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 mittens and uh, all their woolly stuff all ready for uh, the. Uh, the snow that's coming and the cold weather that's coming, so they can relate, and they don't. Nobody knows where the one glove goes. But a veteran, <clears throat> pardon me, a veteran mom, veteran mom did say the best thing to do when you have only one glove of everything is just buy the same color. Yeah. And then even if you lose a couple, they still match. Okay. All right. Find just, a place that you know that's going to sell kids mitts forever, and yeah. just buy that mitt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All in the same color. You'll never lose them. Hey, we've got uh, well a, a really cool concert announcement. Blake Shelton is coming back to Edmonton Rogers Place on March 8th of uh, next year, of course. And uh, we made that announcement. We've got payroll coming up. We've got uh, Samantha Davick, who's uh, patiently waiting to find out if she can win another 50 bucks. Uh, she's already up to... 150, so we'll see where it goes. Maybe she can make it even 200, uh, but that'll depend on if you sign up and you're listening at 8 o'clock, so that is on the way. Uh, Weird or what Wednesday, I don't know. The question is, at what point is it not, is it weird to be out with your kids when they're trick-or-treating and Halloweening. What did, what did you get, Jack? Yeah, there was a survey that said kids, kids aged 9 to 11. That's kind of the sweet spot where they're going without an adult. Somewhere right. in there. If you're past 11 and going with a parent, apparently that is quote-unquote weird. Okay. So is that weird? Like, again... So grade I- 11 would be what? Grade 4 or 5? Yeah. What are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> I, got a four, I got a five-year-old. Your kid's closer. How old's your daughter? Six in, in grade, grade two, two. Seven, seven, three. <laughs> doing the eight, math. Four, yeah. okay. nine, Say five. around grade six. Okay, but but I mean, you know, I was thinking about my kids, and when I was a kid, because we were out in the country. I mean, you kind of had to rely on your parents all the time to drive you around. We'd go from house to house. That's right. We, there was no real walking ever in my life. Right. We just pulled up in the 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 boogie van and got out. 
trick-or-treat and went to the next place. You had a very distinct trick-or-treating experience that you didn't get in the city. Yeah. Did you guys not drive into Thorsby and go house to house? Never. I never oh. did. No. Did you think you got enough candy? Oh, look at me. <laughs> Are you still eating your childhood candy? Is I that mean, what you're saying? Those acreage homes, though, they do give, like, bags. Right, like, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quantity, not... It was quantity, not quality, I guess, or, or but teach. So our question this morning is, you know, at what point are you going to be prepared to let your kids do this without you? I mean, we're speaking from the point of five and six-year-olds, so now yeah. we can never imagine that. But I yeah. don't know. I mean, maybe grade six is a good time to let them go alone. Yeah. There was nothing better than that first year when you were a lone soldier. Yeah. It felt like your fr- friends were a planning a plan of attack. Like, where are you going to go in the suburbs? Yeah. Or like, okay, we hit this road. And then like, okay. And like, it was great. It was so much fun. Right. But the first time I went in grade seven alone, I smoked a cigarette. So. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. So I don't really want to let my kids go alone. I think that was a you problem. <laughs> oh, to be fair. Yeah, we did some unsavory <laughs> things on Halloween too, but near high school. It's okay. <laughs> Just like, oh, mom's not here. The siren song of the dart. <laughs> yeah. I will always remember that Halloween was my first cigarette. Who gave me the cigarette? Yeah. Some guy. <laughs> like, was he in a house? Did he just like take a puff, kid? Uh, I was. <laughs> Yeah. Like, how'd you get the cigarette? I was thinking it was a hall party. I, I can't wait to fill up my bag with O. Henry bars. <laughs> not have this a, like, not oh have boy, a dart. I'm gonna put these in the freezer. Jack's sick. You don't have darts. I'm craving for a Marlboro. Is what I'm craving for. It was a menthol. You were in flavor country for real. I certainly a menthol. I you you were trouble. Yeah. So my kids aren't allowed to go. I take yeah, everything back. That's gonna work out good for you. <laughs> All right. What about you? I Hazard to guess what happened in the next year. <laughs> intravenous drug use? <laughs> 7804211039 wins the right time to let the kids go out by themselves. And in Jack's case, it was never. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kid Matt. What's the right age for the kids to go trick or treating alone? This text says not until they're in a group and 10 years old. Set limits, of course, on where they can go. But I'm actually not sure if it's ever before 13 years old. Okay. Well, it's only like two years before you should shut her down. Yeah. Yeah. This text says, up until a couple of years ago, I drove my nieces and nephews for their trick-or-treating because all of their relatives and neighbors actually live in the country. You've never seen higher quality or more candy ever. That's Cousin Grace, Chris. Yeah. And yeah. It's good stuff. I've always... There's... There's parts of me that always wanted to try a new neighborhood, but I was always too scared when it came to trick-or-treating, right? Because you knew what you got. You knew knew what you knew. People say that malls are great. Yeah. Really? Like for quality. Yeah, or quantity, like, rather. Because you can hit them up. It's yeah. well lit. It's yeah. safe. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, right? Jacob texted and says, with technology today, all you got to do is throw an Apple AirTag in their pocket, and you know where they are while trick-or-treating. That's actually pretty smart. Yeah, but what did you tell them? What if they're what if they're smoking? Like, you still can't tell by an Apple AirTag. I <laughs> <laughs> got you, mom. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, hey, uh, thanks to the texters who are saying the uh, sunrise is a uh, pretty spectacular again today. It's going to be a beautiful day. Uh, 19 degrees a little bit later on, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, hopefully 
hoping. And the weather could come around. You know, we could get our snow that we're going to get apparently on Saturday or Sunday and Monday. And uh, things could still come around by Halloween. They really could. But uh, we're talking about trick-or-treating and Halloween, which is in, you know, obviously October 31st. I'd like to do a, is it weird or what, to go trick-or-treating on the Saturday before Halloween. I still what would th- you do if someone showed up at your door? <laughs> yeah. I st- hey, a-hole. It's not <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. I don't know. I still think that's what we should do, but that's another. I agree, but it's not going to happen. It's another so subject. So it's weird. Subject for another day. Trick Halloween should always be on the Saturday before October 31st. But we're asking today about the age uh, that you should go out and trick-or-treat alone without your parents. This text just says a pillowcase and a truck. That's all you need for trick-or-treating. That comes from Lori. Okay. But 16? No, no way. Yeah. yeah, I guess. 16 to drive. Yeah. So when you started that, Jack, you made sure you had an ashtray in your truck, right? That's right for all my cigarettes. <laughs> was revealed earlier in the show. It was actually a memory that I had suppressed. It just came back to me. The first time I got to go trick-or-treating alone at 13 years old in grade yeah. 7, yeah. I smoked a cigarette. Yeah. So let this be a lesson. Parents, don't let your kids go out. So that's it. Your kids are never getting to go alone. That's right. Mine aren't, at least. Uh Lots of people saying 12. 12 years old is when they can go as long as they're in a group of friends. That's the magic number. That's grade seven. Okay. Yeah, that probably makes sense. All right. Thanks for all your texts. Kiss and Country Payroll. We're calling another name at eight. It could be yours if you've wisely entered the contest. That's coming up next. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, settle for a drink. There's Sean Austin, Kissing Country, 103.9. It's 825. Um, yeah, I'm proud, 52 years old, but every once in a while, I'll learn something new. And uh, this past weekend, I learned something new, guys, about dogs. That they don't lay eggs? That they don't <laughs> lay eggs. That and? I, I had no idea. Also, the fact that there's something called litter mate syndrome. And I had never heard of this before, but a friend of ours uh, that works here at the radio station, Kevin, was telling us about his two dogs. And uh, he's got two dogs. And I thought they were from the same litter. They don't. They actually share a dad, but they are the same Step age. dogs. Yeah. Well, half brothers. Yeah. Half bro- okay. Yeah. Sorry. Half brothers. And he says, these dogs are weird. He says, we'll be walking down the street and they're just little fluff balls. They're like these little fluff balls. Adorable. But they walk down the street and he says... His wife, Janet's got one. He's got the other. They'll be walking down the street with their two little Havanese, minding their own business. And all of a sudden, these two dogs will see another dog on the other side of the road, and the dog will bark at them. These two dogs will start, little dogs will start barking at that dog, and then just jump on each other and start beating the heck out of each other. <laughs> it's like the other dog barked, fight. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> fight, 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 okay. And he says the same thing happens sometimes we see people, these two little dogs, just decide every time they, you know, they get all fired up, they decide to just fight. And uh, I was telling my uh, my daughter-in-law this, and she said, oh, it's that litter mate syndrome thing. And apparently, if you get to- two dogs or three dogs or whatever from the same litter, in this case, it's kind of like a quasi Half litter. litter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they don't necessarily... Uh, it's. I thought it would be awesome. Like if you could. It's like brothers and sisters. Exactly. Yes. I thought this was perfect. But it's I guess, like the dodo. They're like two inseparable. Th- mm-hmm. But they don't recommend it at all. Like they said that you should. You know, you shouldn't have more than one dog from a litter because they're hard to train. They can be aggressive. They can do all these kind of things. And I'm like, wow. I had no idea there was such a thing. So, you know, on the farm sometimes you don't necessarily. All the dogs wouldn't go somewhere else, so they just. You know, the get eaten by their mother? No, the remainder would stay <laughs> together. It took a, a turn. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. But anyway, I don't know if somebody's got litter a thought. Mates. Litter mates. Somebody got a thought on that. As a suburb person, yeah. 
we only had one dog at a time, right? Right. We got it out of a box from somebody's house. <laughs> never two. So we never experienced the litter mates. Yeah. And PJ Pets, you never knew where they came from. Right. So, yeah, just one. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, people love to talk about dogs. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Do you have, like, brothers or sisters dogs, and do they get along great? You know, um, I don't know. I am just, just kind of wonder. I just is it like a, a, a like trying to assert dominance thing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Chris, you need to be the pack leader. <laughs> <laughs> but who's the pack leader when you got your brothers and sisters with you? Oh, right? I can tell you, it's not Kevin and his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Terry just texted in. I think this is normal for that actual breed of dog. I had a neighbor who had two of those dogs, and the smaller one would want to play and have fun with people, and the older one would attack him. <laughs> All right. Really, my my mom has a Havanese. Yes. And he's great. Okay. He's like, when you play with him, he's gentle. But he's yeah, only one but how half. how is he with his brothers and sisters? Yeah. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> he's only one half of a Havanese. That's right. Okay. 780-421-1039. I don't know. Littermate syndrome. Or, you know, tell us your experiences with uh, having brothers and sisters as, you know, as, I guess, just living in, in, in on your farm or your, at your property or whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Kissing in the morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, not uh, good news as far as traffic goes. We just got a call. QE2 southbound, a crash by Leduc, and it's got traffic backed up. We'll get an update, I assume, from Stacy in the next few moments. We're talking about littermate syndrome and the, the fact that, uh, again, I never even thought this was possible. I, I always thought it was like the best thing ever if you were lucky enough to keep uh, like brothers and sisters from a litter and uh, keep them together growing up. And? Well, this text says, I have two labs full littermate litter mates rather never one issue with them in 10 years i feel like it's all on how you bring up and train the dog to interact and behave right this text says i have one set of sibling dogs and they are so awesome together after they got fixed when one was fixed and the other wasn't well that's when the problems would happen she would attack her sister now they're best of friends and never far from each other okay you just got to fix them you lobotomize those dogs (laughs) okay Uh, uh, my neighbor, two Havanese, they're monsters at home, barking, <laughs> aggressive, biting ankles, territorial. But at my house, they're both a dream. Regular happy dogs playing with mine, never barking and sharing food and treats. It's the people, not the pets. <laughs> There's definitely something to be said about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You're that, Kevin, who works yeah, with us? Yeah, I really hope problem? Kevin is not listening this no. morning. <laughs> yeah, he probably isn't. He works here, so we're okay. Good. I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Today mm-hmm. is National uh, International Menopause Day, and uh, this is a subject that's near and dear to my heart because I'm watching my wife, su- and I suffer is the right word to describe it. It is just, it's been brutal for her, and she was explaining to me last night about perimenopause. That's what she's in right now. Once you're done with all of it, then it's menopause, apparently. So when you're in the the, thro- the throes of it, it's oh, apparently geez. perimenopause. There was a study that came out. It was actually on Global News yesterday. And they said that employers, they lose an estimated $237 million every year to lost productivity due to menopause. 
but women experience a sub- substantial financial burden, $3.3 billion, with a B, in lost income because they reduce their hours, they reduce their pay, or they just leave the workforce altogether because they cannot work during no, this period. Migraines, um, you know, hot flashes are, you know, kind of a classic symptom of it, but um, there's just, there's a whole lot there, right? So... Hey, Jack, this is exciting. Yeah. I know. I can't <laughs> wait. You know what? If they say it can last two to 20 years. Uh-huh. And there's just, I, I see my aunt, she's going yeah. through it right now, and yeah. it is not good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard menopause yeah. about menopause until I talked to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no Did your mom is... never say anything? Oh, she said stuff. <laughs> but you just didn't pay attention. Well, I was like, wow, she went full battle axe. <laughs> <laughs> well. And the, uh, by, by the open winter screen door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had an idea that, like, what's mom doing? Look at this cool breeze blowing over this <laughs> this hot woman. I feel like it's more in the forefront now, but yeah, I never really remember anyone talking about it. It was just yeah. like, oh yeah, that's just what grandma went through. No big yeah, deal. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the idea that women's health should be tucked under the right. rug, right? It's right. called a change of life. That's what they used to call it. Oh, it's a change of life. It's yeah. a change of life. It's we don't, 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 don't so, talk to her. She's really miserable. I did get serious with my wife last night. I, the, I said, Karen, don't be so mean to me. <laughs> no, the hockey game was over. Okay. And uh, I said to her, I said, okay, okay. So what do you want me to do for you? And she says, just... <laughs> what a <Are> question. <laughs> no, I meant to. I actually appreciate that question. I, I meant it all. Yeah, and I think she did too. She what says, do you want me to do, Karen? What do you want me to no, do? No, I'm not. See, I didn't say it like that. See, I said, what, what do you want me to do? I for want you, you to leave says, me alone. I'm not. No, I just, just, I want to know that I'm not in this alone. That's what she said. Oh, okay. And I said, okay. You. Also, get your greasy paws off me. <laughs> yeah, no, Matt. So I don't so know. So did you splash some water on your face? <laughs> like I'm sweating too, honey. <laughs> You open the window for her? I feel like we're in this together, honey. I really do. So maybe flowers. But you aren't. I know, but flowers on the way home. I don't know. You know, I, it's a small token of yeah. appreciation, but maybe it would be one. It's not easy being a lady. One in three women say it negatively impacts their work and their life. Right. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go talk to your doctor or a doctor, right? Like, yeah. If you're truly dealing with negative effects. Yeah. Easy for you to say. There's over 600 million that don't have doctors. Well, 650,000. Yeah, right. Let's could, get into like, another horrible <laughs> subject. Oh, but it's tough. <laughs> it's tough finding a doctor, right? Exactly. 600 million without a doctor? Yeah, that's that's, how, that's it, too big. I know. That's what it feels Chris. like. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Luke Bryan. It's called But I Got a Beer in My Hand. Kissing in the Morning with Chris Jack and Matt. It's 8.54. It's a Thursday. Uh, check that Wednesday morning. Why do I keep saying <laughs> Thursday? What is wrong you with You want me? it to be Thursday. I guess so. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we got a text about menopause, and for sure, people appreciate uh, talking about it. Because, yeah, you're not in it alone, for sure. So, we're all here for you. Dr. Matt. No, I'm not a doctor. But I implore you, if you're <laughs> uncomfortable and it's affecting your life to the point where... You need help. Go get it. Some way, somehow. And I know doctors are hard to get. <laughs> Hold my hand. I just we imagine somebody together. yelling at the radio being like, oh, that's what I have to do, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in the throes of one of your moods again, ladies. <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> oh, so Roll what, down the window and keep on what going. What you're saying is just go to a doctor. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> look, we got Albert Einstein. 
Einstein on the radio right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Thank you, know, you for I mean, showing us the way. <laughs> I'm trying to like. You know what? There's nothing better than mansplaining menopause. I'm not just, oh no! Oh, I thought I was so good, but I'm so bad. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. What do you want? What do we want you to do? Just that. Yeah, yeah. Let's go for a drink, Chris. Let these women handle their women business. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Watermelon moonshine. There is Lainey Wilson, Kiss and Country 103.9 with Chris, Jack, and Matt, and as promised, Jess Moskaluk in the house. Welcome, Jess. Good morning. How are you? Oh, man. Fantastic. We are good. Yeah, Excited. We've, good. Got, we've got special guests here, lucky uh, people that won uh, the, the the opportunity to watch you do your thing, which is uh, really, really cool. Yeah, I'm super excited. We're going to be uh, gifting them with some permanent jewelry today, so that'll be super fun. Yeah, they look very frightened at this exact They moment, should be. I'm g- about to weld <laughs> near their skin. Yeah. <laughs> like weld near their skin. Explain yeah. that for us. So for those of you guys who don't know what permanent jewelry is, yeah. it's I'm wearing some right now, so I know the listeners can't see it, but it's right. claspless jewelry. Right. So you don't have to take it off if you go in the hot tub or you don't have to put it on in the morning. It's just kind of on there. So okay. we just weld a little jump ring shut. It's like when you think of welding in a full like welder's so helmet, it's Ross not that. Like that. No, 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 no. It's one tiny cute little spark. Yeah. What is yeah. that movie? Is it Flashdance? That she's a welder? <laughs> yeah. Sparks everywhere. It's not that. There's not no Flashdance in this. No. And that is brilliant because if my wife, I hope she's listening right now, but she's got this one uh, bracelet that she puts on, she tries to put on, and it's like so complicated <sighs> to take off. I'm like, you know... This Again. is your solution. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, I have to do it with tweezers and everything because yeah. it is so tiny. So right. if we're expecting ladies to do that every morning to put on their jewelry, it's kind of crazy. So this All is right. way easier. I mean, we were talking about menopause last hour. I mean, any any time we can make life easier for females, we should. We are solving the world's that problems so right here nice on Kiss of you Country. Say. <laughs> yeah. We are most certainly not solving anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've been touring around doing that, uh, which is awesome, and you've got a, a, a Christmas tour that's coming, right? Yeah, this is actually kind of part of the Christmas tour. What we're going to do with the VIPs this year is yeah. the permanent jewelry, so we're going to invite them onto the bus, the VIP ticket holders, right. and uh, we're turning the front lounge into a studio, so a permanent jewelry studio, so they can get uh, some bracelets done, and yeah, we're we're traveling across mostly Western Canada um, yeah. doing some, some Christmas shows coming up in November and December. So super stoked. I think the closest for us is Camros. I checked it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, right? that sounds about right. Right. Yep. Which we're used to going to Camros for country music. It's not a big deal for us, right? It's I mean like we the cutest, tiniest little road trip. Yeah. It's bare you can't even call it a road trip. It's so so close. But. I want to talk about the bus because uh, we've been lucky and spoiled to go on a few of these buses in our life. But that's a really cool experience for people because you see these big right. bosses yeah. and you're like, what's going on inside of them, right? Permanent jewelry, welding. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of, honestly, it feels like I'm just inviting them into my home because right. that's what the bus becomes for most artists and bands right. for those couple weeks or months or whatever, you know, okay. it's so yeah, we're inviting you into our home and you get to check it out. Amazing. Where what do you a- keep the acetylene torch? <laughs> <laughs> I You'll never know, Matt. <laughs> I love that you're like yelling into this mic right now. <laughs> they can't see, but we don't have enough mics. <laughs> it's cut, it's called cutbacks, Jess. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Still the magic of radio. <laughs> Matt why, just has to yell. Why yeah. is Matt yelling all the time? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, what is your connection with our Ethan from the Drive Home Show? Mm-hmm. Like Ethan? 
Ethan Van Vols. I swear there's a connection. What is my I mean, connection? He's a Saskatchewan kid. He, that he, must be it. He, yeah. <laughs> what, I, what town are you from? Uh, I grew up in Langenberg, but my husband yeah. and I live in Rokenville now. See, yeah. So you just said words that I have no idea. What <laughs> I'm speaking Saskatchewanite. Yeah, <laughs> that's he right. He's from uh, Estevan. No, he's from Langenberg. No, he isn't. Uh-uh. He's from Langenberg because that's really? where Kelly Buckberger's from, right? Yeah. And that's his uncle. So. But did he grow up there or does he just know Kelly Buckberger? Maybe no, his family's from there. He's definitely from there. How old is he? He's uh, 26, seven oh, years my old. My eyes are rolling in the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I, don't, I know he didn't. You're a little bit older. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little bit older, yes. <laughs> you guys didn't. I didn't know this was going to be an interview all about Ethan Van Vol. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. I did not brief for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, but oh, if you would have, I mean, because there are, there are some schools in Saskatchewan and in Alberta as well that, you know, uh, that uh, you go grade one to nine all in the same class. So, you know, you guys might have went to the same <laughs> class. Who knows, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah we weren't in the same class. But, no. uh, yeah, it's a pretty small town. I'm surprised that, that, that we wouldn't have run into each I'm other sure if that's where he's from. There's some kind of a connection. I think he yeah. tell, he tells the story like your best friends. I think that's we probably are. it. <laughs> yes. Is there anything else we're going to talk about? A new music? We're going to play your 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 new song. Why don't mm-hmm. we play that? Let's do that. Okay, tell us about it while we're getting yeah. it, getting it already. So this one is called Heartbreaker, uh-huh. and uh, it's the title track off of my current EP that just got released just a couple weeks ago. Actually, um, we did. Uh, if you're coming to any of the the shows, if you're coming to Camrose, yeah. you'll notice that when we're selling the albums, it looks like there's three different albums. They're all the same songs. We just decided to do something a little different and do like three different cover arts for them. So you kind of get to pick your favorite one. Yeah, so it's kind of a collector's item. She's always thinking. She's thinking a little too much. She's overthinking (laughs) all the time. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what that's like. (laughs) Nobody does. All right, let's hear the song now. If they want any information about what you're doing, they can go to your website, I assume, right? They sure can. JessMoskaluke.com. There it is. The Pride of Langenberg. (laughs) Next to Ethan Van Next to Ethan. Yeah, it's Jess Moskaluk, her latest Kissing Country 103.9. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jess Moskaluk and Heartbreaker. There she is. It would be really cool if she was in studio right now. And she is, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Nice. Yeah, look at her go. Great song. Um... And I mean that. I didn't Thank just you. like that wasn't just a throwaway. Great, great song, everybody. That sounds like a thing you say to everyone. Thank you for clarifying, Chris. <laughs> great song. Great song. Okay. Hey, here we go. <laughs> Ethan Van Vols, who does a great job of our drive home show, is uh, I thought from the same hometown as uh, as Jess. And uh, apparently, what's the story here, Ethan Van Vols? We're kind of we're kind of related, and this is the craziest Saskatchewan story because this is the biggest stereotype of our province that like everybody you know is related down the line. But uh, Jess, I think my grandma and your grandma are like first cousins or something. So we we can't date. I'm sorry. Okay. I think we just like screw up our family tree. Yeah. Be really Especially because we're wedding. both married like, to other people. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That too, if, that if, too. We, if, if in the wedding, everybody there would be like, whoa, we're already family. This yeah, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. It would cut down on invites. Awesome. Yeah, but we did get money. to the, we got to the bottom of it and uh, it wasn't exactly surprise, surprise. As it was I, much different than as what I you portrayed. led me to believe. So I feel so much better now. Yeah, but, but, but here's the good news. Thank you, Ethan. Um, uh, yes, Jess's thank you, favorite Ethan. cousin. <laughs> nice, nice to hear from you again. And, but, I'll tell grandma yeah, you said hi. Okay. <laughs> this is a weird 
has been a weird morning for all of us. It has been a weird <laughs> morning for all of us. But coming up in the next few moments, Jess is going to get a chance uh, to, uh, well, get back at me. Because uh, I don't know if you've seen the trust thing with the belt on TikTok. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah, you're going to get a chance to do that to me, all right? Oh, my dream come true, I guess. And, it's fun. <laughs> and blindfolded if you want. I don't really care. Ooh, okay. All right? All I, right, let's go. I got the belt. We'll do that next. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so uh, you'll be able to see this on Twitter and on TikTok. Our Instagram and Facebook pages are in jail right now. <laughs> it's all about TikTok. Yeah. In the last few minutes, we did the uh, Trust Belt contest with Jess Moskaluk in studio. How did it go? It went. I'm surprised at how it went. Yeah. Well, what, what did Jess say about your belt? She, well, I, I, I took my belt off my pants and I gave it to her because she's going to whip whip me with it and not whip me with it. She's going to whip the uh, the red solo cup on the top of my head and she goes, "This belt is long," and I'm like, "Of course it is. It's got to go around me." We're in a really confined little area. I feel like I should have had a shoelace or something. Oh, that was my favorite. That was so good. But anyway, you pull, you pulled it off, Jess. You said you're not an athlete you nailed it well if that's ever an olympic sport sign me up <laughs> well done. whippings in your future <laughs> <laughs> this has been a weird morning <laughs> welcome to kissing country <laughs> thanks for listening to the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast listen live weekday mornings from five on kissing country 103.9